Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is KJ and Lions. KJ Carson and John Lyons right now on WEEI. I think consistent with what we've um, been saying all along this year, uh, we expected a team that would be in this thing um, and in a postseason contender. Uh, and unfortunately, we all know we fell short of that. It's an old cliche, you know, we are in the results business, so results ultimately always matter. Good Saturday to you, KJ and Lions on WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Still to come, a Heimbloom reflection and parodies, plus the Lions then, which chum from the Patriots and the Miami game go into the Lions then. John, that's President uh, Red Sox President Sam Kennedy saying, look, we're in the results business, and that's why they had to make the move, and I say... Uh, yeah, this is what people have been saying for at least two and a half years. Yeah, and look, this was a polarizing start, really, to the Bloom tenure. You go back to, you know, he trades Mookie Betts as really his first significant move, and it felt like ever since then there were two camps of people, the people that wanted either wanted Mookie to be traded or were just going to defend Bloom and the whole analytics and farm system approach. And the people who hated that trade looked at the 2018 World Series team and said, hey, we want to be more like that. And those two camps got so ingrained, you can call it take committed if you want, but so ingrained in how they felt that nothing was going to change their mind really until this firing happened. I mean, you had a, a camp of people who said you're finishing in last place likely for the third time in four years. That's right. unacceptable. But then you had another camp of people who say, hey, our farm system is now fifth in the league and we're trying to build this sustainable contender. I, I think the reason that Bloom doesn't have a job anymore is those two camps really should have been working together all along because the Boston Red Sox have the ability to build a good farm system while also spending and contending at the major league level, and they never really did that in his tenure. They had Game Six of the ALCS in twenty twenty one. John, you but, ever see the you ever see the meme where there's the guy who's sweating and there's one button button to push or the other button yes. to push? Look, I think the Mookie Bet situation was something that you weren't going to get an answer for until the long term. It just happened to happen a couple of weeks ago as Mookie pretty much showed up with an aluminum bat and destroyed the Red Sox. 
But I think the bigger issues are the indecisions to push a button in other scenarios. Why is Nate Valdi not here? Why did you not get pitching? Why didn't you resign did, Kyle Schwarber? Right. All these other things that, okay, the Mookie thing, you were going to get a pass on that for a while because that was steeped in economics, right? The argument back at that point was like, there's no way you give him $35 million. He could be a declining player. Almost similar to the Brady argument, right? That... You know, does Bill give Brady $25 million if he believes he has a declining asset? It was kind of the same with Mookie. So that was something that wasn't going to show up right away. But there were right away decisions that weren't being made that made the guy seem indecisive, and it started to show up in the field of play. Like, it got so bad that it started showing up in the defensive presence on the field. And my God, if you're not going to spend, you should have a great defensive team out there. Yeah, so, you're right. You should, I mean, admit, like, I feel like defense is like the, the cheapest thing to have in the right. MLB. Like, if you're not right. going to spend on J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts, you know, at least not commit the most errors in the MLB for most of the year and have the worst fielding percentage in the MLB. Yeah, so it's one of those things where you, like, was it the later things that Hein did and it seemed like Mookie ended up being kind of like this bookend to it, right? Because it, it, I go back to the picture on, uh, uh, not picture as in thrower, but picture of Bloom and Alex Verdugo standing in the outfield having that conversation about two, three weeks ago, right? And the thing that I took away from that picture is, here's the guy with his guy, right? And these are the two guys who are most affected by what just happened that weekend when Mookie Betts came back, right? Like Verdugo is the guy that's been, uh, let's just call it what it is, somewhat there's been some headbutting going on inside the dugout, and we were having a conversation, I think maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, we asked, who's more likely to be here next year, Heim or Alex Cora? And we got the answer this week. Right, and I think, going back to my original point, the Red Sox should always have the ability to build a farm system, yes, but consistently contend at the major league level, and that was the problem. Like, yeah, you are building the farm system, and you do have good young players in your organization. Not real many good young pitchers, by the way, outside of Brian Bayo, which is a big concern. But they were building the farm system, but they weren't really contending. Like, you look at the on-field product at the major league level, we're in year four, and we can only be happy with one of those four years. Like, look at the Reds. Like, John Henry and his ownership group do deserve blame for this because they were not willing to spend as much in the past. But even look in the past, right? The previous World Series championships they won. They were always top five in payroll, so they would spend – but they also still had good homegrown players on those teams. Like, the Red Sox should be able to do both, and it felt like during this whole Bloom tenure, they only did one, which was the farm system. They never invested enough in building that major league roster, whether it was trading Mookie Betts, letting guys like Bogarts, Martinez, and Evaldi go, but also not really replacing them, right? Like, you bring in Yoshida, which I think is a great signing. They brought in some bullpen arms in Jansen and Martin, which I think were great signings, but... I mean, we went through multiple years where they didn't have a legitimate first baseman and a, a legitimate second baseman, and they had holes in their outfield for There was always years. a hole in the right. boat, and Heim could never patch it up. And, and, that, and look, I'm not saying or, or one maybe, through nine. Or maybe you you're punching elite, holes into the boat, right? Because sure. it's one thing to grow. You mentioned with the farm system. Devers, farm system. Rafael, uh, uh, Bogarts Zander, was, Vetska was, but, like, right, Vasquez right, was, like right. all farm so system you, guys. Right, so if you're going to chop those things of corn, you better be getting something major in return. Nothing major in return. Sometimes nothing at all has come back in return for things that you grew yourself. 
So whether you're a farmer or you're running a team that has a farm system, you can't be giving up crops for nothing or getting bad crops or unproducing crops in return. Here's But then the other issue, though, KJ, is that he holds on to these crops so much that the ones that are like dying out, he still says, oh, we've got life in them. Yeah, but but you only have one of those you only have one of those ears of corn left, and that's Devers. And I think like, the th- issue too, KJ, is I I can't really think of a point except for maybe the Yoshida signing in his entire tenure where Bloom was aggressive on something. And I'm not saying you got to be aggressive all the time, but you think back to this trade deadline, they weren't aggressive at all. Last trade deadline, they weren't aggressive at all. 2021, they 2021, yes, they got Kyle Schwarber, and it, I know it worked out. But that was still the bargain brand Anthony Rizzo because Schwarber was hurt at the time. Like, they still weren't aggressive then. 2020, they they weren't aggressive. Worse than anything. And then you go to the off seasons. Like, Kyle Schwarber has a great run for you. You don't re sign him. You let Evaldi go. You're not aggressive in getting starting pitching. You're not aggressive in filling the holes left by guys like Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts. Like, even the Bogarts thing, like, first of all, they could have been more aggressive and re signed him a year ahead of time. We all know that. But even if they decided, hey, we think he's going to decline and we're going to let him go, well, they could have got out, gone out and gotten Dansby Swanson like the Cubs did. Who's, he's having a great year for them. They could have gone out and gotten one of these other shortstops that are really good. Instead, they chose to sign Trevor Story, which, yeah, sure, $140 is a lot of money. But even that was the less aggressive path because he was going to be more affordable than some of these other guys. KJ in lines, WEEI 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Eight minutes away from a little montage of parodies, pretty much with Heimblum in the center of the content of them. Um, so the con- the conversation now has shifted to like, should Alex Core be the next person in Heimblum's seat? Here's Alex Core. Um, that's something that that's for the future. You know, my my goal here is to keep playing good baseball and help these uh these guys to get better. You know, uh, um. Everybody knows how I feel about this game and, and, you know, whatever decision we make in the future is based on my family, all that stuff, you know. Uh, uh, I think it's, you know, right now this is something that we have to talk, you know, as a, as a group, what we what we want to do, you know. I talk a little bit with Tom and John and Sam after they talk to us and, uh, you know, um, we just got to focus on what we have to do right now. And, you know, that day, that today you saw a lot of good things, and we're pushing these guys to be great. So uh, that's that's my main goal right now. Yeah, Alex Cora, top five manager in baseball, not sure if he's at that level of moving pieces and, you know. Is he a top five himself. manager in baseball right I, now? I, I think so. I well, really the, think the so. The reason I asked that, KJ, and look, I have a ton of respect for the guy, and I think what he did in 2018 was phenomenal, but – when you see all the base running mistakes the Red Sox make, the fundamental defensive mistakes, and I know a large part of it is Bloom put a roster together that had Kike Hernandez at shortstop for Starts most of the, the year. And, and guys out of position. But at what point does this fall on coaching and also the players themselves? Like not knowing fundamentals. Like what have you what did you work on in spring training? What did you work on all offseason? So don't get me wrong. I, or, I think Bloom or, it was time for a change, or, but or John or like, management hasn't worked out this mess that's going on behind the scenes and nobody seems to really be in charge. So if I make a base running error, depending on if I'm on side A or side B, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get called out on it. But that's part of the problem. Like if you're the manager of the team, that, that is the on field. Like if you get a bad roster and how many times have we heard him say the roster is the roster, which we know is a slap right at bloom in management. But when you get that roster, that is the roster 
you still should get them to perform at the best level they can. And I think he hasn't done that this year, and I don't think he did it in 2019 either. Now, in 18 he did, in 2021 he did, but I think when you look at the blame for where the Red Sox are right now, ownership deserves a big chunk of it, Hein Bloom deserves a big chunk of it, but I think there is a smaller chunk, in fairness, a smaller chunk that goes on Cora and the players that are here. But I, I, I think you think back at because what was it the year that he set up twenty twenty yeah right that he had set up twenty twenty right so so that's the season you can really kind of throw out like if you're looking at a test right it's pandemic year your regular manager's not there so again I think Heim got enough time to establish that this is his ball club and what he put together was not major league upper level quality play he it also just did sit out twenty twenty yeah, though Russell, because he Russell, got caught Russell, cheating. Russell. Like, you know, like that was also his fault. It's not like he like got hurt or there was some issue like he got sat down because he got caught cheating. Right, so, but that's like, a major that's, league baseball thing. So if but anything, I, but that's, that I is think, your chance to really take over and put in play, put in people that are going to say, OK, while you were gone, I built you a roster. It didn't happen. Right. But my point, like and again, I think Cora is a good manager and I actually would be kind of intrigued to see him in Heim Bloom's role, much like we saw Brad Stevens with the Celtics go up to Danny Ainge's role. But I, I do think, like, again, him and the players deserve some blame for that. I feel like they're skating on this, and everyone's looking at, okay, Bloom put together a bad roster, and ownership doesn't want to spend, which are true, and those are by far the biggest reasons. But when you have guys, you, know, you lose a game to the Toronto Blue Jays in August because some, you know, a player leaves second base when they're not supposed to on a flyout, like, that's not like you're a major league baseball player. It, it, like th- there's mistakes like that. It feels like happening all the time. And, so, and I would and, argue, how does that guy get on the roster? Right. Like if that guy has it in him to do that, then how is that guy on the roster? Sure. And that's why I said Heim Bloom deserves an ownership the most blame. But at some point, like if this, what are you working on in spring training? What are you coaching? Like I think Cora is terrific when you have a veteran club that guys know what they're doing and he's just got to manage personalities and playing time we saw it in 2018 we saw it in 2021 I don't know if he's as good with teams that are either younger which there are younger pieces on the Sox or just not built to be high-end contenders which obviously they aren't be so I I would keep Cora as manager if they're going to be aggressive this offseason and put a real contender together KJ and Lions, WEEI, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Red Sox conversation continues. Join in. Right now, time to trend with Joe Braverman. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Red Sox are back to an even 500 following a 3-0 loss to the Blue Jays. Lone RBI came from Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s three-run blast off of Brian Bayo. He went six innings and struck out ten. Did get credited with the loss, but Alex Cora seems very happy with where the young starter has been all year. Throughout the season, he's been the mo- our most consistent starter. You know, uh, you know, Not too many people are talking about him uh, throughout the league, but when you look up the innings and the W's and, and you know, the ERA and all that stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's been a solid season for him. The Yankees' win puts the Sox back in the basement of the AL East, a full game back of New York. Game two of the series will take place this afternoon. Will Fleming and Lou Maloney have the call from Toronto at 310 on the Shaws and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Network, Shaws, perfecting the art of fresh. Chris Sale will get the star for the Sox opposite Chris Bassett. 
for the Blue Jays. John Lyons will get everything started with the Mass Mutual pregame show at 2:10. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. The Patriots have four of their five starting offensive linemen from last week's Week One loss. On the final injury report ahead of Sunday night's showdown with the Dolphins, Trent Brown, Michael Wenyu, City So, and Cole Strange are all questionable, along with cornerback Jack Jones and receiver Devontae Parker. On Miami's side, four players are questionable, including tackle Teron Armstead and linebacker Jalen Phillips. Other NFL injury news, Chargers running back Austin Eckler is listed as doubtful, while Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and Broncos receiver Jerry Judy are expected to make their season debuts tomorrow. Boston College begins ACC conference play. They host number three, Florida State, taking place right now. You can listen to that game on WEEI AM 850. And the Revolution are out west to take on the Colorado Rapids tonight at 930. This is the Revs' first game under interim head coach Clint Pay after former coach Bruce Arena resigned a week ago amid an investigation into making inappropriate comments. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm just surprised. I mean, you never expect this, you know. Uh, you never expect this. It's, 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 you know, I lived it as a as a player in in 2011 when uh, Mike let uh, Jim Riggleman go in the middle of the season, you know. And you're you're always surprised, you know. You you don't expect that. You expect the group to be together all the way through the end of the season, and um, you know whatever happens after that happens, you know. But. Uh, you know, um, you never, you never expect this. KJ and Lions, WEEI. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday with us. Hopefully you're staying safe and kind of dodging Lee just enough to not be under a torrential round pour. That's Alex Core on the shock of Bloom being fired in season. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Let's go to Shane in the Cape. On your thoughts, Shane, about what the Red Sox do moving forward. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just here uh, trying to avoid the storm. And, you know, a thought that came to my mind was that at the end of the day, when the when the Red Sox have won championships, they've always been a big, high-spending team. They've always been in the top five. So 
you know, Bloom did what ownership wanted him to do, you know, got under the tax, you know, limited the spending, you know, improved the farm system, you know. So I, I really think John Henry and these guys are, are a bunch of frauds in, in what they want. You know, they really got to commit to spending and, and being a big market team. So, you know, my, my lack of confidence in those guys and John Henry is at an all-time high. And, you know, I think he saw – tickets going for one dollar and decided yeah the business model's not working so i'm gonna make a change but you know my confidence level in him as an owner and the rest of those guys is at an all-time low and i think you know bringing someone like theo epstein back would be a a great move um you know guy knows how to run uh, multiple franchises and win at the highest level so um thanks uh thanks again for having me and i hope you guys can avoid the storm and you know enjoy the rest of your day yeah, thanks for the call, Shane. Yeah, I've tried to convince my wife. Let's go up to let's go up to Lewiston for the weekend. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Want to go? Want to go up to Scotia? Hang out for the weekend? Like, Shane brings up do? an interesting point, though. And like when we were talking last segment, so, and we no. said most of the blame falls on Bloom and ownership. And this is an ownership group. And look, the Red Sox are always going to be an attractive job because they're the Red Sox. But this is an ownership group that Theo Epstein comes in wins the first World Series in 86 years, then wins another one, and four years after that, he's so fed up he wants to leave for the Cubs. Charrington comes in, wins a World Series, fired a couple years later. Dombrowski comes in, wins a World Series, and has arguably the best Red Sox team ever in over 100 years of baseball, best ever, gets fired less than a year later. But that's Bloom why comes in. that's why it's dis- I would disagree and say it's a dangerous job because that's you my basically point. Is like have a three-year well, window. That's what, that's what I'm getting to is that the there, there's always going to be some attraction because it's the Red Sox. But I think because they've had this pattern, and, and the latest is with Bloom, and you can say Bloom, as we've heard and has been reported, he wasn't necessarily their first choice because other people had turned them down because they saw the pattern. So to Joe's point... Are people now saying, hey, I don't know if I want this job, especially if you're a guy like Mike Hazen who's built a great team in Arizona, even though he's from Massachusetts? You guys are talking the micro. The macro of it is this ownership group has the ability at scale to manage the team back into success. If you want to look at something in their portfolio, look what's happened in Liverpool. People were screaming at Liverpool. We want the Henrys gone. Where's Liverpool right now? Number three in the table. So and and that's a bigger scale situation than the than the well, Red Sox. And we've seen them do it here, KJ. I mean, they took over the team and they won a World Series in 04. Like we've seen them do that here. I, I think the concern is for me, when they're looking for the next guy, there are gonna be people that I think are not interested in this job well, because Theo's they're concerned about and, Well, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking yeah. about like there I wouldn't be shocked if the first choice or two they have is skittish or maybe even flat out not interested in this job because of the pattern they've had of firing executives, even those that have won World Series. And maybe if they say, hey, we'll open the checkbook and you can sign any free agent you want, that'll help entice people. But I think Shane brings up a good point that, and it's kind of ironic because they have won four World Series, but I think (laughs) there is a lack of trust right now in ownership to stick with a plan and back executives when times get tough. Well, I'll play the other side of this. Here's why you can trust ownership. What was the first thing they addressed? Theo Epstein. 
Right. So imagine you would have you could probably make the argument you'd have less trust in, in them if it gets to the point where you find out that they never even asked him or put it in front of him. Then you would think, OK, as a fan, why are you not going to go get the, the person who pretty much created the DNA for the winning attitude and championships that were here? Why would you not? So by putting it in front of him and knowing that Theo was going to say no, they are letting you know that we're putting the best effort forward. To try and try and change this, I just think that Hein Bloom was a guy who was used to looking at Tampa priced menus and then trying to apply that to the same food paid for in the seaport. It does not apply, and sometimes your eyes are always on the micro when you have to have a macro mind. The ownership group has the scale. I know people are summing their feelings because they own the Penguins now, and they've got Liverpool overseas, and they do F F one racing. What about the Red Sox? What they have the scale for? That's why I think it's absolutely crazy when people say, "Well, they should sell the team." I'm thinking, like, do you have twelve billion? This team is being set up to be an international team. That's what I think is happening. The report just came out that Otani cleaned out his locker. Peter Gammons tweeted yesterday that Boston is a favorable destination for Otani because of his relationship with New Balance. And, hey, it's right down the street. You, you think we'd see Yeah, Ohtani and then they're the going to have to not be 11th in payroll anymore if they want a guy like Otani. Well, that's and the Which thing. is fine with me. Like That's what they should be. like. And, he, and here's, I think, part of two, and we haven't really talked about this yet, but Bloom gets fired. They're 11th in payroll. Well, the Milwaukee Brewers are like 18th or 19th, and they're leading their division. Like, there's teams behind them in payroll that are still better than the Red Sox. So even though ownership, like, again, ownership deserves a lot of blame for A, firing Dombrowski when they did, but B, also not wanting to spend and be aggressive during the Bloom era. But Bloom deserves blame because even with what they gave him, the product was not good enough. KJ and Lions, WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937s. We're a couple of minutes away from the parody of the Hein Bloom era that has happened here on WEEI. JP in the car. Thanks for calling KJ and Lions. You're on the air. What's going on, guys? How are you? Good. I I, I just heard one of you guys mentioned that uh, the Henry Group, so to speak, got Liverpool to third in yeah. the table. I don't think Red Sox Nation cares about that. But it's I, their I money. That's my their... point. Unless you have about $12 billion. Dollars. It, I get it. I totally get it. You don't get it. as a, You care less as a fan. But it's their money, right? If you're going to use your specific money to do these things, then clear. Okay. Or get a group together I, I, I and put together $12 billion. I don't think it's a good business strategy. I don't think it's a good business strategy. If, when they were singularly focused, they had this town around their finger, and there was pent-up demand for tickets. The you Patriots can monetize have that, that now. The Patriots have that because they've won for 20 but years. I, I do wonder, is, is there a point, right, to, to JP's point here, but also KJ, that when you're focused on the Penguins and you're focused on Liverpool, is there a point where Thank that d- detracts attention from the Red Sox? Oh, so and people I think should just have one I, child? I, I didn't say that, but what I'm saying is when you have not just the most iconic baseball franchise – but one of the most iconic NHL franchises and an iconic uh, European soccer franchise, not that I'm an expert on European soccer, I think that does start to pull you in different directions. Like people talk jealousy. about people talk I about the craft. Right? Like the crafts the crafts are the Patriots Liverpool in the revolution and you're in the same building and, and, and it's not on the, the same penguins, And now you get jealous because suddenly all the attention is not on you. I'm here to say there is so much scale involved that they can handle all these things. They can walk, chew gum, and make the gum. 
But as a fan, you feel like, well, we just want you to just concentrate on us. And that's not how business works. If Otani walks in that door and there's a press conference tomorrow, you know why it happens? Because this company has the scale to bring him in. That's why there's no conversation about Otani going to Milwaukee, right? There's no international business model. Now, you may feel a certain way because it doesn't apply to you in your township, but that's just the way business but works. I I'm not just talking about, about money. Like, I'm talking about focus level, too. Like, John Henry bought Liverpool in 2010. The yeah, Red like, Sox when's won, the last time you've like, seen John they, Henry they, in a the, box? The Red Sox have won two World Series since he bought Liverpool, so he's obviously able to balance that. So he has but to be at every bought, game? Is no, he I'm pe- not saying that. Since he bought the Penguins, though, the Red Sox have gotten worse. Like, is there a point where... It's not the money is, I mean, maybe the money a little bit, but more so the focus level. Is he as attentive to, hey, why aren't we being more aggressive here? Why are we doing this? And I'm not telling you that I want John Henry to be like Jerry Jones and run the baseball operation, but it does feel like. Show up at the park when, once in a while. Yeah, and Who not just cares? for the Winter Classic. right? Who, what, 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 but, what does that matter? If but, he shows up no, and they I, lose, what matters what is to me well, is that the organization from top down is focused on winning championships, and it didn't really feel that way the last couple of years. Okay, but was it when, when they won it in 18? Did you feel differently? They, yes, they because I Liverpool. felt like they were focused well, from they, the top down. But they had owned Liverpool for eight winning. years at that point, right? right? And they didn't own the Penguins then. So I feel like, and from and they went out and made an aggressive hire in Dave Dombrowski, who was aggressive. And by the way, too, this is a side thing. Dave Dombrowski was a lot better with the farm system than the Bluminati wants to act like yeah. he was. Uh, yeah, he like was. Like Bayo, Casas, Duran, were all Dombrowski guys. Yeah, and by the way, Dombrowski traded Moncada for sale instead of Benatendi, which was a home run of a trade. So, like, and that's a side thing, I know. But my point is that, it felt like the last two years, the organization from the top down was not fully focused on winning championships. It was more about the farm system and the luxury tax. And I'm not saying that was the only focus, but in the past, it felt like championships was the number one. Even when they had down years, like we know they weren't good every year, right? 2006, they missed the playoffs, but that offseason prior, they had gone out and got Josh Beckett and Mike Lowell. So even then, you knew, hey, they're trying to still win a World Series. So, but but people didn't I, have I, a problem with the unloading of like David Price and not keeping JD. You know, allegedly letting JD Martinez go. So you know, there were some things that that cost money that people weren't like, oh, you. No, you and I'm not saying you got to like. And we talked about this last week. Like, you don't have to be the New York Mets and just spend a billion dollars recklessly. Right. But you really shouldn't be 11th or 15th or what when you're the Red Sox. Well, that's the hire like, of a guy from like, Tampa who's looking at menus right. in Tampa and trying to bring him to Seaport. Like, like, how come the state costs like, this much? The model here. they should look at is like the Dodgers and the Astros. Like, great farm systems, but then when they need to be, like, the Dodgers have a great farm system, and they still went out and traded for Mookie Betts. The Astros have a great farm system, still went out and traded for Justin Verlander. Right? Like, you, you should be – these. the Red Sox are one of those teams, and not every team can do it, they're one of those teams that should be able to do both of those things. So you mentioned the fans and how they're feeling. Here, here is Sam Kennedy's quotes. Uh, here's Sam Kennedy on his thoughts about the fans that were visiting Fenway, the visiting fans at Fenway, and how that how that felt in, in this whole process. We need to be competitive. We need to be playing for a postseason spot, playing meaningful games in September, and playing baseball in October. Those are the expectations, um, and. We're, we're going to not rest until we're back at that stage. We, we own this. Look, there's, this is a really painful day um, for a lot of reasons, especially the personal side of it. Um, and, 
there's blame to go around. There's blame on, on me, our, our ownership. There's blame uh, for that on-field staff deserves blame. I'm sure some of the players would say they haven't performed up to expectations. Um, we all fell short of our collective goal, so there's a lot of blame to go around. Um, it's a really tough business. We felt we needed to make significant change uh, with these two positions, and that w- that's what we've done. So you don't think a comment like that says that we're going, we're about to spend and we're about to probably make a big push for a A-list, probably one of the three biggest stars in all of baseball? Let's hope Otani? so. That would be great. That's what they need to do. Because I've been saying that since January. People said I was crazy. That's what they've but, needed to do for a couple of years now, really, since 2021 ended. So hopefully they finally finally do it and we can have a great baseball team to root for again. KJ and Lions, W-E-E-I. So, Joe Braverman, you've probably been with me since you started this show, since you started working here, correct? Uh, yeah, for a long time now. For an, enough time, enough time to say, gosh, I can't get away from this guy. So, uh, we'll take you back through a little journey. John, these will be new to you, but song parodies that have been done over the course of the last few years that really directly are about the Red Sox, and they're all in a mashup. Hit it, Joe. Now the hype is long gone. Baltimore's hot. This was a bad time right here. They got it. Give this team a shot. Whoa, we're halfway there. I'm blown. Sitting on his hands. Bullpen's trash. And it's eating at bed. I'm blown. Sitting on his hands. Who can relieve only after four? <laughs> Chris sails away. He's on the 60-day. Nate Evaldi's going to have to throw. One ten or more for Barnes to close the door. All I wish is the starters to get 15 outs before they use the pen. Who can relieve now? Just that situation. I mean, you even got to the defense. It feels beat up like inflation. It's gone too far. Too much indecision. You will find out who you are. Living with the errors called. Ow! Store is gone. Cass is first baseman. The Sox are getting no big transactions. Why not? The big names no. Free agent action. They're the Red Sox. Matt Olsen leaves the A's for the South. Couldn't get Cranky to help the pitch in out. Ron Don's left arm is so far gone. Chris Bryant will leave. Rockies baseball's torn. The Sox ain't getting no headway. Do you know how frustrating it is to wait to see the transactions come down? The Sox are getting no. See, that covers it all. Lack of movement at the trade deadline. Bad defense on the field. Horrible middle relief pitching. And then... Not making moves at the deadline. It's like these were all things that have really happened. And it was interesting in the the cut that we played about Alex Cora said he was surprised to see this happen during the season. And then after the season, you know, anything can happen. Well, I think he's probably thinking that at the end of the season, this was going to happen. Maybe he's surprised that it happened this soon, but wouldn't have been surprised if it happened at the end of the season. I think it came down to. Either he goes or I stay. I stay and he goes or I go and he. if he stays, I go. You, you know what I mean? Like, should I stay? Right. Like, yeah. And I also wonder, too, and going back to when they fired Dombrowski, they did that in August. Like, they probably do want to have the next person ready to go 
by November 1st. I think even Hein Bloom was hired. I think it was October 28th was the date he was hired originally. So right. they want to have someone, re- which is smart, by the way. They, they want to have someone ready to go At the winter for meetings. the offseason. So I right. think, and, and a GM is a little different than a manager because at this point, like the trade deadline's passed. It's not free agency. So the GM, it's easier to fire him now than the manager while you're still playing a bunch of games you know, through the end of September. Yeah, I just wonder if, the concern for management was because of what has been seen over the last several years of not getting help for the team. I think the twenty nineteen, the twenty twenty one team said everything that's that's just continued on to now. Right, that was a team that was expected to be no better than five hundred. They kind of were shocking the baseball world. Then when the trade deadline hit, they were about three games up on the, in the AL East, but they were starting to leak and, and teams were starting to catch them. And it was like, hey, just go get a starter who can get you five innings. They don't have to be someone who has to be here long term. Maybe if it's someone who's younger that performs well in this kind of heated battle that you were in, this is someone you could consider offering up as part of the the staff that you keep, right? Because you don't know that the next year that Chris Sale falls off of a bike. So these are things that, you know, like you had chances to rectify and show that you're willing to make moves to move the team forward. And everything seemed to be in a standstill pattern. And they say when you stay still, you end up getting stuck. Yeah, and then even when they got the guy in Schwarber, they didn't re-sign him. And then the next year he leads the NL in homers and has another good season this year. I would even even they had the guy. But I'll even, as as hard as I've been on Heim, I could understand that you might have gone to Schwarber and Schwarber knowing that he's going to get a better deal to go to the National League now that the DH rule became universal, right? But that's so, also their fault. Like, why should he get a better deal from the Phillies? Like, you should give a... Because like, who's, who's at the Phillies? Like... Dave Dabrowski. Right, that's the point. Like, you, okay. he shouldn't be getting a better deal from someone else if he's a guy you really want to keep that fits in with your team. I think the like, one that sticks out more is Evaldi. I think yeah, that's Evaldi's just the bigger a, one. That, that, because he one. said he wanted to stay, and we're considering... He was $17 million, And now, look, where Texas is right now... They need Evaldi more than ever now that Max Scherzer has gone down for pretty much the season. So, look, I think moving forward, I think management, upper management, will get it right, will make the team big and great again because Major League Baseball overall has seen a resurgence with these new things that have been implemented in the game. So I'd always thought that the Red Sox was one of the four pillars of the entire sport. I still believe that. But at the same time, if you're having to carry the water for so many other teams that can't keep up, in a revenue-sharing pie system, it, it starts to drain you, right? Because, like, hey, a Yankees-Red Sox game is getting other, all these other teams, cut, you know, cut checks. At some point, you, you're like, you know what? I've got to starve. I've got to starve the plants just a little bit. But once I rewater them again, they're going to come back healthier. And I just happen to believe that. You? Uh, so look, I, I'm a, I'm a little more dubious. I, I really want to see who they hire and see what the direction is. Like, is it going to be a real, you know, aggressive? more balanced direction or are they just going to hire another guy who is going to going to keep that farm system path going more i think it's going to be someone with some connective tissue to right. the winning days i think it, I hope well, so. it's not theo but i think it's zach scott i really do after his incident with the when he was the assistant gm for the mets local guy i think it's him because he's the one that was right next to theo during all those years Mike Hazen would be my top choice. Or Jed Hoyer, but I don't. they won't get him from the Cubs. All right, KJ uh, Lions continues next. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Would you rather more likely tour either or next? 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KJ and Lions, WEEI. Good Saturday to you. Uh, kind of thankful that we didn't make a further turn west. Most of that mess. Well, it's messy today. It could be much worse. And uh, just thankful for that. Um, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Joe, what do we have on the text line? Uh, Let me just pull up the stream real quick. I've got a message from the 617 saying the Heimblum firing was just to cover up John Henry's lack of willingness to spend. Get the money yourself. Spend it yourself. Other than that, they've got the micro to do it. The macro to do it. The next one. Uh, let's see. We got a 978 texture. You are absolutely delirious if you think that this is Cora's fault, not even a smidge. So you got to stop with that. They have absolutely no pitching. Well, that's would that be the CBO operations? Would you say not, John? Yeah, you still got to like know how to run the bases right and know how to make basic fundamental plays, which I or do put a lot on the players. But part of that is on Cora. But yeah, look, let's be honest. Like if we're looking at why this has happened and why they were where they are. I mean, you can, I'd probably conservatively say 30% ownership, 40% bloom, and then divide the rest among the players. Maybe even 40, 40 and divide the rest. Like they're, they're much further down on the list of, of problems. All right. 617-779-7937. We are three minutes away from, would you rather more likely to let's go to David in the car. Uh, Dave, thanks so much for calling KJ and lions. David. Maybe well, David doesn't want to talk to us. Well, that's okay. I mean, you know, with these heavy winds, you know, remember the days of analog digital phones where it just blip, 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 blip on you. But he did say his comment line said, uh, Cora will be gone. So well, I, do you, okay. So that kind of, I mean, that will get into, into would you rather more likely to either yeah. or here in a couple of minutes, but it's almost kind of like it goes back to, is it either he goes or I go? Did you think, do you think it was a situation like that in terms of Heim? Well, I do In think horror? I do think that it was going to be one of the other. Like, and I think their relationship was not great, just from what I saw on the outside. But it's going to depend on who they hire here. Like, if they hire someone from the outside who says, "I want my own manager," then they're going to bring in their own manager. So, Cora, he's still here now, and again, I think yeah. he's a good manager, and I think he'd be really good with a contending team. Top but his fate, his fate is not assured right now. Yeah, I, I, I think it's one of those situations where when you get the replacement. Is it going to be as good as what you had? So if you get rid of Cora, I mean, you could you could say, hey, what do we do to get Dave Roberts away from Los Angeles? And I would say, <laughs> call back and try again. You know, what, what do we? What does it take to get Dusty Baker? Hang get up Terry and Frank try going out of right. retirement. Well, that's not going to happen because he'll go right to it. You know what I mean? Like he, he's not going to walk back into the media yeah, they circus. They that only this smeared is. him on his way out. No right, exactly. Yeah, no right. Like, was it going to suddenly be you know like chicken beer? Like yeah. it'd be chicken and liquor instead this time? You know? So no, that's not going to happen. All right, let's do. Would you rather more likely to either or hit it, Joe? Blana. Please do not ever take me seriously. I am an entertainer. Would you, you, you rather more like the two? Either or I ask of you. 
with you, you, you Rather more like the two Either or I ask of you All right, three questions Would you rather More likely to happen And either or They can be in anything Sports, life Here we go Let's start with the Patriots on this one, guys. Would you rather have the Patriots lean on the run game this week with the various O-line injuries that they have or lean on the defense to get the turnovers and short field position for the offense? John. I'd rather have them lean on the run game. Miami gave up 234 yards rushing last week, 5.8 yards per carry. I think the Patriots can run the ball and not just, and I don't want to say control the clock, but control the clock a little and score touchdowns. I'm going to go with the defense because you almost feel like if you can get to Tua and rattle him, then his best weapons are no good, right? With the run game, if the offensive line, like, Lord forbid, someone goes down again, this is what they're preparing for. I still, even though Mac Jones threw for 300 yards, threw three touchdowns, I still believe that you want to go with the run game and that's how you would prepare for the Patriots. So I like what the defense was able to do in that game against the Eagles because if you take away their points that, you know, if you take away the fumble, the the pick six, I mean, you now have a game that the Patriots win and the defense pretty much holds uh, the Eagles to like 17 points. So I would like to, I'd like to lean on that defense again to get turnovers. Again, they gave the Patriots a chance to win the game in a game that looked unwinnable at halftime. Twice. Twice. All right, second one here. Let's go back to the Red Sox on this one. What's more likely to happen? The Red Sox replacing Bloom with Alex Cora or hire another name and keep Alex Cora as the manager? Oh, I'm going to say Alex Cora stays as the manager with the new hire. Usually new hires bring in their own people, but I think because so much turmoil has happened that I think you give Cora at least one more year to see if he can work with the new pieces in play if he can't then you sometimes you get rid of both people after a couple of years if they were if one seemed to be the problem the other one was the you know the 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 antagonist yeah between the two i think it's more likely that cora would stay with a new gm because i think cora wants to continue managing i think someday he wants to be a gm but and he came out and said this himself but i think right now he wants to be a manager for at least a few more years all right last one here this is for pat's nation you got two choices you either have to listen and learn the lyrics to a Taylor Swift song about Travis Kelsey, obviously with the dating rumors, or ride in a car for an hour with a recent Philly jail escapee, Danilo Cavalcante, and talk Eagles football. (laughs) Either ride in a car with an escaped murderer talking Philly Eagles football, or listen to a song probably called Arrowhead Through My Heart. I don't know. I'm a big guy. I'm 6'4", John, so I might ask Cavalcante... Why he thought that that dumb Statue of Liberty play was so impressive to try and trick Belichick, you still would have run it in from that short. I would ride with Cavalcante and just listen to the Eagles stuff for about an hour than to have to sing along to a Taylor Swift song about her love or dislove for Travis Kelsey. Who knows? Maybe the uh, Taylor Swift song Bad Blood will describe her and Travis Kelsey so we won't have to learn any new lyrics. But... <laughs> uh, I would go with the Taylor Swift one here. I, I'm not really a huge Swifty or a Taylor Swift fan, if you will, but I have been to a Taylor Swift concert, so I know I could at least you know bear that. And the escape murderer might 
you know, kill me. So <laughs> no, he's talking uh, wait, Eagles John, football. Yeah. That John, did you, that's killing itself. John, did you go to the concert or you were forced to the concert? So I went to the original rain show back in June of 2011, and I was not forced per se, but the tickets were a gift I bought for someone else. So I wasn't forced. So, but so it also per se wasn't. means yes, per per yeah. order, yeah. isn't that what Joe? Yeah. Isn't that what it means? It, doesn't that isn't that what it means in Italian? Per se means forced too. I mean, it sounds like force to me. <laughs> no, she put if it looks like force, it sounds like force. I'll give her credit. She, she oh, put on Calvin Conte's harmless inside of a locked-up armed vehicle. Well, I is... didn't know the vehicle was locked up and on. I thought he was just driving in my passenger seat. I didn't know that was... Oh, no, you drive. That's a caveat. Uh, there you go. And that is Would You Rather More Likely to Either Or here on KJ and Lions. The next hour starts in minutes. We talk Patriots. Plus, we hear from Jim Rodriguez in Miami to get some perspective on the Dolphins on the Sunday night game here on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.